Welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. Today I want to think about a quite difficult topic really, which is to do with the healing power of God. It's a difficult topic, I think, for two reasons. Firstly, it's difficult because there is no part of the Bible that gives us the whole answer to this topic. There's no chapter that we can turn to that will tell us everything we want to know about the healing power of God. Instead, there are pieces of information and short stories throughout the Bible, and we need to put them together to get an idea of what it means for God to bring healing. And secondly, it's a difficult topic because all of us will have had experiences in our own lives when we've prayed for healing and it hasn't happened. I know for myself that's the case. My first wife died aged 36 of cancer and my sister died aged 34 of cancer. And in both of those situations, I prayed and prayed and prayed, but they were not healed. At least they were not healed in the way I wanted them to be healed. And perhaps you've had similar experiences. So there's no easy answer to this and I will not pretend that this podcast will give an easy answer. But I do want to look at a passage from Mark chapter 5 verses 24 to 34 in which Jesus heals the woman with a hemorrhage of blood to draw out some principles to work with with regard to understanding better the healing power of God. This reading from Mark is a beautiful one because through it we come face to face with the compassion of Christ in a very pragmatic story. And of course the overarching theme is about Jesus' willingness and desire to bring healing to our lives. We all need healing to one extent or another. For some that's physical healing, for others that's healing of memories, for others that's healing of relationships or the healing that forgiveness brings. The need for healing is common to the human condition and this passage gives us a window into the response of God to our need for healing. As I say, it doesn't give us all the answers. No one passage of scripture does that. But we do have a window in. And through this story, I want to draw out just two principles that apply to us as we seek healing from God in our own lives. And the first is this. When we ask for healing, we do so with humility and expectancy. The woman with a hemorrhage came to Jesus for healing and she came in deep humility Here was a woman whose 12-year condition had left her ritually unclean. She was cut off socially. She was cut off spiritually. She was alone and seemingly beyond all help. Nevertheless, we're told in verse 27 that she had heard about Jesus. No doubt she'd heard the stories about his miraculous works and she'd become intrigued. But such is her humility, her poverty of spirit, that she would not approach Jesus directly. We read in verse 27 that she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. She didn't feel worthy of the healing touch of Jesus. She didn't feel worthy to even speak with him. Yet her desire for healing compelled her to come into his presence. But even though the woman was deeply aware of her poverty of spirit, she was still expectant that Jesus would respond to her. The woman says in verse 28, If I but touch his clothes, I'll be made well. Now that is not as bizarre as it sounds because it taps into a deep tradition within Judaism in which clothing was believed to be in some sense an extension of the personality. So to touch Jesus' clothes would be to touch Jesus himself. So as unworthy as the woman felt, she was still expectant that Jesus would bring healing. And the same is true for us as well. None of us are worthy of the attention of Jesus. We're all poor in spirit And we would not dream of demanding healing from God as if we had some sort of innate worthiness. 
But an awareness of personal weakness is not the same as self-denigration. We are not meaningless worms in the eyes of God. He loves each one of us with an everlasting and deep love and longs to bring us wholeness. And so for that reason, we can come in prayer to God in expectancy. Lowliness of spirit is not the same as low self-esteem. We come to God in humility, but with expectation that he will hear us. And secondly, when we come to Jesus in need, he always responds in compassion. The response of Jesus to the woman in this story is shot through with compassion, not just in the act of healing itself, but in the manner of his interaction. Did you notice that he calls the woman daughter? There's such a gentleness that Jesus shows towards those who need healing. And we can be sure that if we come to Jesus in prayer, he will be gentle with us. And as busy as Jesus was in that moment, he had time for the woman. He's never too busy for us. Sometimes we might want to bring an issue to God in prayer, but we think, oh, it's such a small thing, he won't be interested. Or other people have bigger problems than me, I shouldn't waste God's time. But nothing could be further from the truth. God cares for every tiny detail of our lives. There is no care that you or I have that is too big or too small for God. We can bring anything and everything to him in prayer and he will meet us in compassion, hear our prayers and answer them according to his will. So through this story we learn that we can come to God for healing and as we do so we are humble and recognise our poverty of spirit but we come with expectancy because we know God will hear us and we learn something more of the compassion of Christ that he knows our needs and he is interested in every detail of our lives, no matter how big, no matter how small. Our humility will always be met by Christ's compassion. It might be a bit of a cliche to say this, but we do need reminding of this simple gospel truth. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So we come to Jesus in humility, with expectancy, and we will always be met by a compassionate Lord. Well, I hope that you've found this a useful podcast. As I said at the beginning, No passage in scripture gives us the whole picture about God's healing power, but many passages can give us a useful window in, and I hope that you found this passage one of those. So wherever you are today, I hope that you know the healing presence of God in your own life, and that you will know his peace for this day. I look forward to being with you again soon. Bye bye. (laughs) 